Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Man, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Tony. Welcome to God's Gay Son, the podcast, a podcast that I specifically um, made and created um, that God put in my heart so that I can reach out specifically to the gay community and to those who have been. Um, pushed away from their faith because of 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 how faith has been represented misrepresented i say misrepresented misrepresented because god is not a god of of hate god is not a god that's going to um punish you for for who you are because he created you in his own image so when you follow the goodness in your heart and your heart says I can love a man or I can love a woman and be married to them. And then those people misrepresenting faith want to tell you otherwise that God doesn't love you and God, you know, I, I you know, I, this is what they say. This is what they say. They say, I'm, I'm, we're, I'm already um, in it. And um, the music is still playing in the background here, here. Waymaker, waymaker. The ones, the ones that are misrepresenting right they say listen what do, what, what do they say they say you know i don't have to agree with you but you know god um will have his way with you or something like that right and they make you feel like like they they're better than you right like 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 god loves them more because they're straight or something and 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 <laughs> And honestly, I've joked about this before, but I think God may love the gay people a little more because the gay people are happier. The gay people are living what's in their heart. And 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 I I've always felt um I've always felt I'm not sure if I've talked about it. And, and forgive me if I've already talked about this in previous episodes and I'm repeating myself. I feel the need to repeat myself, but I've always felt like I was gay ever since I was a kid, right? That's who I was. That's who I, how I was created. That's how I was created. And, and, and I just keep getting reminded that God created me in his image. And if that means he created me gay at five foot five, weighing 150 pounds as of this morning, praise God, because I'm, I'm finally losing some weight here. That's who he created. That's okay. That's okay. And my whole point of this podcast is to hopefully bring people back to their faith, to, 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 to help you better your relationship with God. Because there's going to be times of trouble. And, and you're going to need someone to lean on. 
And a lot of people in the gay community, unfortunately, um, we've we alienate ourselves because we we I, I for me I alienated myself because of the shame, mm-hmm. because of the shame. So I alienated myself from my family. I didn't share everything with my friends because of the shame. I felt some sort of shame about being gay. I alienated myself from God. And God doesn't want me to do that. God doesn't want you to do that, to alienate yourself because you feel some sort of insecurity, some sort of shame for being gay because society has placed that shame on us. There's no need to be shameful. There's a self-responsibility in each and every one of us to pick ourselves up and to say, there is no need for me to be shameful. This is who I am because God made me who I am. So that's my intention with this podcast. Um, and um, ooh, I, f- I, feel, I feel it in my heart early this <laughs> this episode but i want to thank you so much for listening um uh, and and for i had one person reach out to me this week so i know i'm reaching out to uh, we're we're um i i i i love that when people reach out to me complete strangers that i don't know because um it, it makes me feel like coming on here and doing this for 30 minutes 40 minutes an hour whatever however long it may be it's worth it you know and and that's the goal, and it's a, it's a struggle. It's not going to always be perfect, um, and I am I am as imperfect as 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 one can be. This week I had many struggles. This week I I the 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 word that I felt God put in my heart to uh, talk to you about is overthinking. Right? That's that's what 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 uh God put in my heart overthinking. But I had overthinking. I had faith issues. I had so many issues. And every week it's gonna it's going to be it's going to be like that. My mind is going to create that self doubt, that worry that anxiety. I, I, I feel it. I feel it. But let's get to, let's get to the word. And by the way, I am not a pastor. I, I, I don't want to, I want to put that out there. It's like a liability thing for me because I don't want to come up here and, you know, be like, oh, I'm preaching, but I'm also like on grinder and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know. Being on grinder is not a bad thing, right? I don't know. I had this. Okay. So let me just get it out right now before we even begin before I even get to to the Bible here. Um, but yeah, one of the internal struggles that I had this week is grinder. Is grinder okay? Is it is it okay for me to get on grinder? Now, the reason I think I, I faced this internal battle is because um I used to get on grinder a lot before I had my um I call it a near-death experience. I call it the the incident is what I call it. Uh, before I had that, I I would get on Grinder and I would, um, I would I would go ahead and I would go in there and I would hook up with people, right, left and right. I'll be honest with you, I would hook up with people left and right. Um, fortunately, God kept me safe, didn't give me um, any any. Um, I wasn't. I, I shouldn't say it that way. I, I shouldn't say God. I don't think God punishes you by giving you a long-term disease. I was about to say that. I don't. I don't think God punishes you. I think we get into our own heads and we're reckless and careless, and that's the reason that 
we get diseases and STDs and everything like that because that was that was always a concern for me, right? I'm I'm hooking up with people. Of course, STDs are going to be a concern for me. Um, so I say, fortunately, I was some somewhat careful and I didn't get any long term um, diseases or anything like that. Um, but it was always a concern for me. Um, and I mean that that's kind of what I associated grinder with in my head, kind of being careless and, and having sex and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm trying to keep it real with you and honest with you. Um, and this may be a little too much information, but that's okay because I, 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 my, my job here is hopefully to relate to what other people are going through. Right. Um, but I, after thinking about it and reflecting on it more, um, I would get on there and on Grinder and seek some sort of validation, seek some sort of happiness. Like that was my goal is that if I hook up with, with individuals, it'll make me happy. But after the hookup, I was left pretty lonely still, pretty sad still. After the hookup was done, that happiness just wasn't there anymore. So this week, I'm dating, by the way. I'm, I'm single. I'm a single guy, and I'm dating. This week, I went on, and I was kind of debating. I, I, I'm on Hinge, by the way. I'm on Hinge, which is, you know, a, a, I think it filters out a lot of the people who are just looking for sex. Um, in my head, it does, right? And <clears throat> I got on Grinder though, and I said, well, the thing with Grinder is it has more people in it, you know? But the, the negative thing about Grinder is that a lot of the people on Grinder are just looking for hookups. They're just looking for sex. And I don't want to have sex, but I like sex, right? And I'm, again, I'm sorry, this may be too much. If you, I, I don't know if kids listen to this. I hope kids don't. I, I don't know. But if they do, this might be a little too much for the kids. So just warning. Anyway, who cares? So, I um, I like sex, right? I, I think I think we all have needs and s- stuff like that. But I don't want to have sex with strangers, or I don't want to have sex because I think it'll make me happy. I I need to be content with my with who I am, and I I, I need to rely on God and my faith to make me happy and my hope. And, and my love, and so I was kind of stuck, and I still feel like I, I don't have it all figured out exactly, but I'm just keeping my faith in God and, 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 and you know, and, and moving forward. So I like sex, but I just don't want to hook up like I used to, and I said, I'm going into Grinder with a different mentality, and I still get the pictures. You know what I'm talking about. You've been there, <laughs> and, and I, you know, and I still get the, the, you know, let's go. And I try my best to just say, listen, I want to get to know you. Let's get to know each other. Let's not just have sex. Sex is not enjoyable for me anymore. If if I don't know you, if I don't even know your name, um, and I'm not. I'm not condemning anybody who who's going through this right now. I I am simply asking you to reflect, right? Why do you do it? Why do you do it? And how do you feel afterwards? 
um, and, and reflect on that. Um, because for me, like I'm sharing for you, like I said, I thought it would make me happier. And it didn't. It was fun for it was it's like chips, right? It's like chips and ice cream for me. I love chips and I love ice cream. Does it make me happy while I'm eating the chips and ice cream and the junk food? Yes, it makes me very, very happy, right? For about an hour. But if I have too much of it, I mean it could last days before I get out of that cycle of just negative thinking and oh I feel sluggish and I feel groggy and all these other side effects that come with eating the junk food right because of all the chemicals I think that they put in it and 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 it feels good for a second but then I have this uneasy feeling in my in my body and in my mind for a couple days I had to go out and exercise and get it out of my system so it, it's I hope you get something from that. But I, I sometimes I, 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 my faith struggled this week because I felt like I was unworthy. I felt like, I, who am I to go and, and, and try to preach to other people about, about Scripture, I, which I know nothing about, while I'm on Grinder because I honestly like sex. Now, I'm not hooking up with people left and right anymore, and I don't have the intention to hook up with complete strangers without knowing knowing their names or getting to know them or anything like that, right? Um, I don't have that intention. Who am I to come on this podcast and try to read people scripture and everything like that? So my faith was was struggling a bit, and I went to church this morning, online church, <laughs> and like I I've been doing um, ever since the incident uh, every Sunday morning. And um, Pastor Stephen Furtick spoke about faith and and how to just keep on moving forward, keep on leaning on God, keep on le- and that's what I'm gonna do. Keep on leaning on my faith and and keep on moving forward. I'm not going to be perfect. I come on here not as an excuse, but just to to tell you and to 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 make sure that you know that you aren't going to be perfect either. We aren't perfect people. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to get it wrong sometimes, but we must keep moving forward. We must keep taking positive actions so that we can reach whatever is, is truly in our heart, what, whatever is, 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 is truly making us happy, right? So with all that said, <laughs> let's move on. Overthinking was... was what I feel uh, God put in my heart this week to bring to you because we all do it. I asked my mom, mom, do you ever overthink? I asked her in Spanish and she said, yes, I do. I do overthink and it causes me stress. And for her right now is her finances. She said, right now it's my finances and it causes her to stress. And I see. I said to her, "Well, there's opportunities out there for you." Um, that well, one thing I reminded her of is my mother. My mother. My mother. Bless her heart. Um, she went through a, I think, a difficult phase. Looking back and reflecting on what she went through in her life, she went through many difficult phases. Honestly, like we all do. Um, but there was a time where she was only babysitting and that's how she was making her income because she had uh she's she's a housekeeper and she fallen down some stairs and uh twisted her ankle and she was in a boot for 
a few months. So she needed to recover from that. Um, but she she was only making about a hundred. I think it was a hundred. I'm gonna. It's either 120 or 160. We'll stick with 160 a month. And I always. Uh, share this story because I don't know how she did it, but she was making a hundred, um, um, not a month, I'm sorry, $160 a week to babysit. Um, times four weeks, she was a single mother, so it's $640 a month. Um, her rent for the one-bedroom apartment that we live in, lived in was about 600 I think it was $630 a month. And of course, we had bills that had to be paid. Fortunately, we were on food stamps, so we had some some sort of government resource there. Um, but as you can imagine, she couldn't go to work because she was injured, so all she could do was babysit from the apartment. And she was making not a whole lot of money, $640 a, a month. And she had rent, which, I mean, pretty much ate up all her income of 630 for one bedroom apartment to, to keep uh, uh, her three kids in. This was a tough time for her. Uh, the reason that she was in this situation is because she had just found out that her husband, who she, uh, my stepfather, had just cheated. And, and um, the way that happened, I'll get into the story, is that he, I mean, he brought the woman to the apartment, to the new apartment, he thought we were still at the old apartment while we were moving. And um, he calls up and everything. She has some weird suspicion calling her name. And she goes to the new apartment with me. And uh, we're sitting there with the lights off and looking through the curtains. And we see him walking in with another woman. And I've never seen my mother so mad. But she got so mad this night, I think. I don't know what took over. <laughs> I don't think it was a Holy Spirit, I'll tell you that much. But... Bless her heart, she went through that, right? She went through that break, breakup and divorce, and then she was left in this new apartment, and she had financially dependent on the stepfather. So she was in this moment uh, very stressed out. You can, as you can imagine, financially, she can't provide for her three kids. She she tried getting a job, and then she was injured. Um, and she couldn't provide for her three kids. I I think my mother fell into a depression at this point. I think she really did fall into a depression at this point. And, I, and I've seen it happen to her before. And I think, as I recall, um, thinking out loud here, it probably happened while she was pregnant with my sister. I think that was the last time it happened that I really saw it because it just affected me. I could feel, I could sense something, right? Your, your parents are not the same. They're not acting the same. So I, I could tell that something was wrong. And it was, now that I look back, it was depression. But she went through all this and I reminded her of this, of this moment. I was like, remember where you're only making $640 a month? You're making a lot more now. Um, you're not making the most money. I'm not acting like my mother. She's not rich by any stretch of the imagination, but she's content. She's content. Um, you're making more now and you have opportunities. God wants us to be responsible with our finances. She's not irresponsible. She doesn't go out to, to clubs. She doesn't go out and dancing. She doesn't buy herself fancy clothing or anything like that. Um, 
the reason she falls into financial situations is because she she helps a lot. She helps a lot. She lends she will lend the last dollar to you if she had to. And sometimes we have to be a bit more responsible, right? God wants us to look um after other people, but he also wants us to look after ourselves and make sure that we're good because if we're not good, we're unable to help others. So I reminded her of that time. Hey, listen, 10 years ago, you couldn't figure out what to do with the money stuff. And then you were blessed. You took action. You took action. And you were blessed with two wonderful families who she works for now. You were blessed. So that's what her overthinking has led her to stress. And she realized that it causes me to stress. What are you thinking about today? I want to ask you that. What are you thinking about right now? As as I'm as I'm I'm, I'm talking, there's something on your mind. There may be something on your mind and you're not fully listening to everything that's coming out. Is that thing that's on your mind causing you to worry? Is that thing that's on your mind causing you to stress? out and is it worth it what are you thinking about is the thing in your head something that's going to happen today or something that's going to happen five years from now what is it that's worrying you right now what's stressing you out and think about it is it worth my stress is it worth my worries. So for me, you know, one thing before, I, I want you to do this because I do this all the time. Overthinking, it, 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 it kind of clutters your mind, right? Where you can't really focus on what people are saying. You can't really listen to everything that they're saying because you're overthinking and your mind is cluttered with all this worry and stress and anxiety to the point where we're not even listening to our friends when they speak to us. We're not even listening to the podcast that we just put on to try to get a message of inspiration and motivation that I'm trying to give you. We're not even listening because of all the stuff all the clutter, all the, the, the dust in our minds. Overthinking. Open your mind. Your brain is a powerful thing. I, I had a, a therapy meeting this, this, this um, week, and I spoke to my therapist about overthinking. And um, there's a scientific... By the way, this is the other thing. Um, some people you know, make you choose between you either believe in science or you believe in God. One of the two, but you can't believe in either. Listen, God works through science. That's my opinion. God works in the minds of scientists. So the scientists who deny God, God gave you that big, beautiful brain of yours. You ought to not deny God. <laughs> you ought to thank him for the big, beautiful brain that he gave you. You can believe in God and you can believe in science. Um, I say that because we, we were talking about the brain and the mind and how it's studied, right? Uh, it's a powerful thing, but she recommended a book, 
and you know sometimes i i don't always give you practical steps to take on here but here's a practical step managing your crazy self by randy guttenberger is what she recommended and i'm reading it right now it's fantastic it's a fantastic book here's my interpretation of it real quick 80 percent of your brain it's a neocortex right I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Neocortex. The other 20% is uh, the limbic system with the brain stem, which is your react, your kind of um, instinctive brain, the one that's irrational, that's not rational. The 80% of your brain is rational. 20% of your brain is instinctive. It's the, the fight, flee, or freeze instincts type brain. Um... And I asked her this question because I was like, okay, cool. So the the book defines the book. This is the, how the book the book puts it. It has the the rhino, like the rhino is strong, right? And and, and that's the rational. That's an eighty percent part of your brain. And the ostrich is a twenty percent part of your of your brain, which perceives threats and everything like that. Now, the the ostrich is the one that's kind of scared, you know, like, oh, I've got all these things going on, uh, running around like crazy. And then the rhino is the cool, calm, collective part of you, right? 80%, 80%. So my question to my to my therapist was, because I thought about it, I was like, wow, I think for the longest time, and sometimes even today, sometimes I start being stuck in the 20% irrational ostrich mindset of my brain that's where i'm at it's only 20 percent, but i'm being controlled by that section of my brain a hundred percent of the time sometimes it feels like i'm in it for a day sometimes i feel like i'm in it for an hour for a minute for a week you're in that 20 percent of your brain Instead of using the 80% of it that is rational and good and calm and cool and collective, which part of your brain are you using? Are you using the 20% or using the 80%? It's Anyway, there's a good book right there if you want to read something after you read the Bible a little bit, right? I go to the Bible to get some, some, um, some help. It's a great book. I, I, I never ever thought that I would go to the Bible for self-help or, 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 or improvement or anything. But then you start reading the Bible and you say, wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. So get out of, your t- of the 20% irrational side or that, that stress, that fear side of your brain, all the negative stuff, you know. It's good. It's good for us. I, I don't think the book is saying it's not good to not have that. I, I, I think it's it's good to have because it, it it tells you, you know, it perceives danger. So you need to know when something is dangerous. And then but you need to take that danger, that stress, that worry, excuse me, I'm burping, that anxiety and and, and, and hand it over to the rhino of your brain so that the rhino of your brain can say, all right, listen, this is not really a danger. Don't stress. Be cool, calm, collective. Take action. This is how we're going to work it out, you know? Work it out. Work it out. Easier said than done, I know. Easier said than done. For me, I think I had a lot of plans for myself. 
I think we plan things out, right? We want things to go a certain way in our heads. You know, before I meet up with a friend, uh, the interview that I'm about to have, my financial goals, my fitness goals, I have, I have a plan. I want to be shredded by the summer. I have a plan. I have a plan for myself. And when I don't reach my plans, even for the day, I have a list of 32 things that I want to do today. Here's a list. Guess what? None of the 32 things got done today, maybe tomorrow. And I start overthinking like, oh, God, I'm such a failure. Why don't I get anything done? If this doesn't get done, that's going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Negative, 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 negative. The mind does that, right? For me, it was plants. I think that's, that's, that's what it is. I plan things out. They don't work out like I expect them to. Or I plan, I'm planning in my head and I'm just thinking about the plan. Okay. And I start overthinking. And then I, I lead myself into this weird negative thing. And then the world is ending at the end of the day. It is going down the rabbit hole, right? We do it every single day, I think. I hope I'm not the only one. I hope I'm not the only one. We make plans. And this is what Proverbs. 16 proverbs 16 says proverbs 16 i'm reading the contemporary english version verse 1 says proverbs 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 16 verse 1 says we humans make plans but the lord has the final word we may think we know what is right but the lord excuse me is a judge of our motives. Share your plans with the Lord and you will succeed. We make plans, but the Lord has a final word. You may want to do something today and it's a curveball is thrown at you. Maybe you weren't meant to do that, right? There's no reason to get mad, frustrated. Are you still alive? Are you still breathing? Maybe it wasn't meant to happen. You had your plans. And then COVID hit. Curveball. We're throwing so many curveballs in life. Things that get in the way of our plans. And what do we do? Start hollering and screaming, stressing, overthinking. Well, I didn't get this done and everything's ruined. My day is ruined. Now I'm just going to sit here and pity not do anything. You have plans. But the Lord has a final word. And, and, and sometimes we call it coincidence, but it really isn't. It really isn't. That's what, for me, was causing me to overthink. I had my own plans, and my plans kept getting interrupted by something, right? Something kept coming up. My plans got interrupted by something, and I got so frustrated. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Because God had a different plan for me. I had to go another way, and it continues to happen. So instead, now I'm, I'm trying to, instead of, of of being in that instinctive brain all the time and just 
being down and depressed about things not going my way, I just say, you know what, whatever. I, I can't control some things. I can have the plans. If the plans work out, I'm not saying don't make any plans. Don't prepare yourself and live life, you know, just uh, nonchalantly, like go day by day, not doing anything, not making any plans. I'm not saying that. Make the plans. Make the plans. Make the plans. Because the plans that you have may be the plans that God put in you, the things that God wants wants for you to happen, right? Sometimes it's God's God's way of, you know, God lives in all of us I, through the Holy Spirit, and, and the goodness in your heart says, do this on this date. Have dinner with this person on this date. And you set up that dinner, and you have dinner with that person on that date. It happens. It's wonderful. You get some sort of special um, um, word. Maybe God wanted you to have that dinner with that friend, right? Sometimes. You want to make your own plans, even though you know in your heart it doesn't feel right. You know, no, I must do this. I must make this much money, and it doesn't it doesn't work out for you. Then you're angry. Ugh. It doesn't work out for you. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. For me, it was the plans. The Lord has a reason for everything he he does. Verse says he lets evil people live. Only to be punished. The Lord doesn't like anyone who is conceited. You can be sure they will be punished. If we truly love God, our sins will be forgiven. If we show Him respect, we will keep away from sin. When we please the Lord, may even our enemies uh, make friends with us. It's better to be. So there's a there's a lot here. I I want to kind of I, the focus to be about plans here, but there's a lot here. Uh, it's better to be honest. And to be poor and poor than to be dishonest and rich. Um, verse nine says here, we make our plans, but the Lord decides where we will go. We make our plans, but the Lord decides where we will go. Like I said, sometimes things don't work out. We must keep moving forward. We must continue to take action. So for me, it was overthinking came from, from, um, from making plans, plans, and and it, I mean I overthought plans a lot too. I try not to. I overthink plans. Well, I'll set up something with a um, dinner or with a friend or something, and I'm already thinking about okay, what am I gonna say, and how am I gonna say this, and blah blah blah, and it just it's just a whole is why why am I worried about it? It's two weeks out, you know, I shouldn't worry so much about what I'm gonna say in the next meet. Like if it works out, if I say something great, I say, who cares? Don't worry about it. There's no reason to overthink that stuff. It just leads to more overthinking and stress. And then I start telling myself, well, I'm not, I shouldn't go. I, you know, I, I'm not at the best stage of my life right now. I'm not fit enough. I don't think I'm going to fit into the shirt that I want to wear or the pants that I want to wear. Um, I'm not ready to go out to dinner just yet. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope I'm not the only one who does it. I hope I'm not. Philippians 4.6 says, don't worry about anything. My mother said to me, overthinking causes me to stress out and then to worry. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. With thankful hearts, offer up your prayers and requests to God. 
Don't worry about anything. Don't worry. It's what happens when we overthink. Causes us to stress stress out and worry. It's what happens. So God put in my heart today to speak to you about overthinking. Um, I, I think overthinking to me leads to um, a lot of self-doubt. It leads to a lot of, to, to, to putting myself down. Like I said about the dinner, setting up the dinner date and stuff like that. And then saying things like, well, I'm not ready to put on that, the pants that I wore. Or I want to put on this shirt, but I don't look good in this shirt because I'm too fat. Right. So I start. Well, if I'm too fat, then I can't go out or anything. I just I should stay home. Let me go grab a big bag of chips and ice cream instead. And I I can't be out there. Right. That's what overthinking does for me. And I'm managing it a lot more now than ever. Um, But don't overthink. Don't overthink. Do, do more. Sometimes we, this is another thing that for me, this is another thing. I used to um, sit there and try to plan everything out. Plan every single thing, every, my entire day out. I would plan everything out. And then I wouldn't hit those goals or anything. And, and it would stress me out even more. It's good to prepare yourself, but not sit in your preparedness. And then when it comes time to take action, you don't take any action. I was a good preparer, I felt. I said, man, I'm, I'm good at preparing, but I suck at execution. Be better at executing than you are at preparing. Be guided by what you need to do, by the actions that you need to take. You know what's good? It's in your heart, so take that action and go. Go with it. Don't overthink it too much. Go with it. Overthinking causes inaction. It causes inaction, a kill of of, of productivity. We're not as productive as we need to be. And then we go home at the end of the day looking for peace, but we don't get it. We start worrying even more. This week for me, like I shared at the beginning of the episode, was was tough. Um, it was a week of challenge and... Um, And I know that the tough moments in life will continue to come. I know the tough moments in life will continue to come. The self-doubt is going to continue to come. Should I continue to do this podcast? Is this really what God wants me to do? I'm not perfect. Why am I? Why should I go and say anything? I'm not, you know, I don't feel like I'm perfect. But God puts it in my heart to continue to do what I'm doing I, I which it's a lot of it's uncertain what I'm doing I don't know this is the very beginning of everything but 
Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. And I... I do it. I do this. I do this podcast. I do this podcast for the people who have lost their faith because of their sexuality. But if it helps other people, great. I think God is good. God is a goodness within you. And I think that God wants you to come to Him, to lean on Him, because He can do things that no one else could do for you in your life. The Our faith is sometimes ripped apart. For the gay community, our faith is ripped apart sometimes. And we stop following what's good, and we start following what society wants us to follow. We start looking at, we stop looking at the hearts of people, and we start looking at the outsides of people, the, 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 the physic, the, the, how people look on the outside. And we stop looking at hearts. God wants us to be ourselves, to follow the goodness in our heart. To find love, 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 love. To find that love. And you may already have it, honestly. With your husband, your wife, you may already have that love, and that's great. It's fantastic. And I want to hear more from you. How did you find that love? <laughs> Follow me on Instagram and tell me. Tell me. He he. I, I regret um, kind of leaving and and, and um, I, I, I regret having my faith torn in pieces. Um, I regret kind of stepping away from God for a long time in my life. Um, I let the misguided people define faith for me. And my trust in God, um, which was always kind of a, I'll be honest with you, it was more of a theoretical trust in God, not really a, a big trust in God. But my trust in God went down. My faith went down because of the people who misrepresented religion and misrepresented faith for me. I let them define what faith was. And that was a mistake that I made. That was a mistake that I made. And now, um, 
my faith is stronger than ever, but I know that it could be stronger. I know it can be stronger. And if you find yourself in that same situation, in that same position, then I'm just here to tell you that you're not alone because I'm in the same position. We're in the same boat. And um, I did want to make a shameless plug here to follow me on Instagram because I do think that there's a lot of people out there who are in the same boat and they keep pushing God away when they really should be bringing him in. And God is with us all, but, you know, sometimes we just like, eh, it's in the back of my mind. It's just, just leave me alone. I want to be left alone here. And um, it's time for us to say, guide me instead of leave me alone. Guide me to what you want me to do. Guide me. Put it in my heart so I could follow it. Put it in my heart so I can so I can get to where I need to get to. Guide me. So the reason I say <laughs> follow me on Instagram is so you can help me share this message. Um I'll be honest with you though. I and this is something that came up in, in my mind. Another thing that came up in my mind. I, I haven't posted it on my Instagram or anything like that, this podcast. I keep telling myself that it's because I don't feel like I'm ready to share it, and I don't know where that comes from. But yeah, I'm asking you to share it. So I need to do some real, some reflecting on that. And like I'm asking people to share it, but I won't even share it. Why is that? And I think it's... I need your help in sharing it. I need your help in sharing it. I need your help in sharing it. Um, right now, I need your help in sharing this show, this podcast. It, it comes down to that. Help me share it. Help me find the courage, the courage to share it too on my own stories. So, I'm I'm. I'm certain that God put this podcast in my heart to come and talk about sexuality and faith. I'm 100% certain about that. And I want to start having some, even some people come, come in and, and maybe I can speak with other people about their experiences, right? Um, so I, I would love for that to happen one day. And I know it'll, it'll probably happen. That's kind of where I'm being guided to, kind of bringing people in so if if I'm able to reach you, follow me on Instagram, tgallo395, and maybe we can set something up because that's kind of where my heart is going, having people in and come, come and speak about your own experiences too. Um, and I, I even, I ordered some coffee mugs today because I'm certain about this podcast. So... I go back to my hesitation about sharing because I don't know where it comes from. I will share. I, it's weird because I have shared it on my TikTok platform where, um, I have a higher number of followers than I do on, on any other platform. So I have shared it on that. So I, it's, I don't know if it's shame or if it's just like, I, I feel like maybe my friends aren't ready for it. 
That's what I keep telling myself. My friends aren't ready for me to sh- share this. They aren't ready for it, you know. But I'm pretty sure they know about it. And maybe you're one of my friends who knows about it and you're listening to this right now. Um, but my cert- my certain, I- I'm certain in this podcast. And I'm certain that there's a lot of people out there who are going through the same difficulties and the same challenges that we- we're going through, that I'm going through. Um, and I want you, I, I want to speak to those people. Um, I, I want you to, if you have, if you have the courage to come on and speak about your own experience, let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it on this podcast. It's centered, it's, it's centered on, around God and it's centered around faith. Um, but let's, let's talk about the realities of the world and, and, and what it means to us. So, um, I just wanted to make that invitation um, before I ended today. Um, DM me, and you know what? This is the other thing. I ordered some coffee mugs. I'm so certain that I I, I, ordered, I ordered some coffee mugs um, with this uh, kind of with the the rainbow cross that I have, the logo, God's Gay Podcast title on it. Um, so if you share it, I will, or you, you come on the show, I'll send you a coffee mug or something. You know. That that'll be my little incentive right there. It's a marketing idea. I'll be honest. It's a marketing idea, but I'm I'm being honest with you, <laughs> because I do think there's a lot of people out there in the same boat, and um, and I would love to hear from other people and get to know them and get to know their hearts, and and get to know what God has done in their life for them. Um, but God loves us all, and He created us to in His own image and everything. Today. We talked about overthinking and how we all do it. Um, so, God, come, come to our lives. God, come into our lives, Lord. Help us, guide us. Have your Holy Spirit speak to us through other people, through the actions that we see every day. Lord, help us not overthink. Help us live in the moment. Help us live in the moment, Lord. And not live in our past mistakes, not live in the uncertainty of the future, but live in the present moment, Lord. Help us, help us, help us, help us with our faith, with our courage, with our strength, with our wisdom. Guide us, guide us, guide us. Help me fight the demons inside my brain that want me to think negatively help me fight them because you are powerful you are almighty help me have a very successful week in your name we pray amen again i thank you for listening to this week's episode um i hope you have a great week and i hope you're blessed god bless you and thank you again for listening So
So, so kind to me. 